Welcome back to Bottled Water, everybody. We are live for an early morning in the U.S., but late or in the U.K. I have got motivational speaker, the number one motivational business speaker in the U.K., author, all-around great guy, and he's interested in UFOs and aliens. So let's bring him on. Tony, hey, Brad. How's it going? Good, good, good. Over in the UK. Love you to keep that special relationship going. <laughs> Absolutely. So why don't you tell the people who don't know who you are, like who you are, what you're about? Yeah, yeah. So over in the UK, I'm uh, known as the UK's number one motivational business speaker. I'm a four-time best-selling author, and I run the network, the business network uh, called uh, Network Central over in the UK. And uh, I've had a mad interest in UFOs for since 1981. So wow. that's how you and I have connected through UFO Twitter. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm a big UFO nut. And I think my worldview are, has changed massively. I think also that the UFO scene has changed every single three months. I think it's changing beyond recognition. It and does. No wonder the governments don't want anyone to know what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it's, it's really interesting how you brought up how it's kind of changed your worldview. And that's something that I like to kind of look into and how people's idea of the world changes once they learn about these things. And as mm -hmm. new information comes out, like how they view the world and how they view what might've been important a year ago, which maybe has taken a back seat because now there's this idea that maybe we're not alone and we're not this special species mm -hmm. floating on a rock in the middle of nowhere with nothing around us. You know, Tony, if I was to say to you, does a flea, on a dog, realize it's small, has no idea. It no. sees these hairs and it thinks they're trees or whatever. And actually, I was at a rock pool over in um, uh, England the other day with my daughter. She's seven. We was like looking for crabs or whatever it was. And each of these things had these kind of mini worlds where they're completely oblivious to everything else that goes on. And I think as human beings, I think that's exactly what's happened. I think we have been oblivious and all we've seen is what's in front of us. And when you start mm -hmm. looking beyond that, I think, like I say, your worldview, can't, it, it can only change. My wife is not interested in UFOs. She doesn't want me to talk about them. She's quite happy in her world. And actually, mm -hmm. I've got to say, she's probably right. I would suggest <laughs> that ignorance is bliss. And actually, yeah. I get it. And I think that you're looking at now uh, from a technology perspective, the fact that you and I are broadcasting and you and I are having a chat right now um, just shows you how far technology has come. And I believe that that's what's happened here. I think technology has been the key. The key. I actually saw a UFO back in 2013. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, 2013. I saw it for about four seconds. And, you know, <clears throat> it didn't make any sense. And my little puny brain, I was on the phone to a friend of mine whilst I was driving. It was uh, 10 past six in the evening, December, and um, very dark. And I was talking to a friend of mine on my phone driving, and I said, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I said, I'll ring you back. And I pulled in at a shop, a store, and I'm like, what was that? And I, I actually draw a picture from memory what it was. It was just a black triangle floating. But I think what's happened is, whereas before, I would tell my friends, and as soon as I told my wife, she's like, her oh, little green men. Yeah. What's happened now is the likes of social media and Reddit allows people like me who saw what I saw, and I know, you know, I'm a, I'm a sensible operator. I'm not, you know, yeah. expecting that I know what I saw. And that when the other people who are sensible operators, doctors, pilots, and so forth, they're seeing things, then guess what? And the people say, well, why can't you take a photograph of it? Well, there's a couple of reasons behind that. I saw it for four seconds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if I was a top professional photographer, in order to take a picture of a black triangle, black against the night sky, 
you, you, you know, you'd have to be set yeah. up and know what you're doing. So that's the reason why I didn't take a shot. I was stunned. And also, it was it, I couldn't have took a shot. If I would have took a shot, it would have seen nothing because all the streetlights would have took it off. That's the Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the things about, like, a lot of people complain about the quality of photographs of okay. UFOs and stuff. And I keep trying to remind people, cell phones aren't designed. No. Their, their cameras aren't designed to take photos like that or video mm -hmm. like that. They're all designed for selfies and TikTok and, like, little right. streaming stuff and making little videos. Not, like, far away photography. You really have to have a camera built for that. And I have a... I have a digital SLR mirrorless camera and this only has a 55 millimeter zoom mm -hmm. and I can't take pictures of stuff far away with this no. because it's only 55 millimeters and this is a $600 camera. And so you know, the, you know, you know, the governments have got footage. You just couldn't have the infrastructure they've got from a military perspective in order to not have photographs and images and, and so forth supported. Interestingly, the one that I seen yesterday, the YouTube, I dismissed it. Sorry, it was on UFO Twitter. It's like a picture of like a like a, a shell thing rotating, and and you may infer that there you could see somebody within that um, or an alien, uh, you know, uh, thing. And you think, oh, I dismissed that video footage five months ago. I dismissed it as uh, CGI, as you would do. Yeah. Bear in mind, if these things actually look like that, they might look like CGI due to the way that they, they operate. And I think if you used to rerun the world, our world, our universe, um, if we used to restart our, our Earth again, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be bottled water. Twitter wouldn't exist. I wouldn't. Right. You know, so, so technology would be completely different, a completely different technology tree and the way that we look at things. And, and who knows? I, I don't know. I think that... Um, I'm kind of getting to the, the the bit that this thing is 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 time travel potentially. I, I really am, and yeah, and, and it's it's wacky because you know for for 39 years or whatever I've been into, I've been 41 years for 37 years. Time travel wasn't even a thing. It was the you know little green man coming from yeah. Zeta and it's just now everything's there. Is it is it um, you know are they living in the oceans or are they based in the oceans, which is not. Mm -hmm. a, a, inconceivable the same goes for the moon i look at the moon and i think to myself you know it's the only celestial body that doesn't rotate <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense and there was something that i picked up a rumor or a whisper or whatever that said oh it's been you know it's been built over hundreds of thousands of years by and you think to yourself all bets are off nobody has any idea anymore and yeah. anyone any you know <coughs> if you're going to dismiss that as a, as a as a as a hypothesis then you've also got to start dismissing that the world was produced in seven days by a man and with a beard mm -hmm. just i don't know I, I don't think we know anything and i think what we do know i think the governments do know or do recognize that um that there is something out there but once again what is the advantage to telling human race like Jim, oh, yeah. what is it? none i don't say anything <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a ufo fan yeah i mean if you if if we went back in time say 200 years we don't even have to go that far if we went back in time 200 years and i pulled out one of these and started flipping through the stuff on it yep i would be a wizard or correct you know probably burned or yeah, thrown in a prison cell and never that's seen right. again that's right that's right so you think about technology from a technology perspective you know you're talking 200 years you try 10,000 years or 100,000 years or a million years you know, you look at going back, let's go back 50 years to my life, right? Mm -hmm. Let's go back 25 years, you know, and then you start putting these in, and times them by hundreds. And this is the thing, I think, we're, when we dismiss um, 
these things as ridiculous or as, 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 as made up. I'm just not seeing that anymore when you've got so many sensible people. And I don't know what, you know, it's not, I don't think there's going to be any, I told you so, you know, when we start hearing mm. about well, Louis, Louis says it's sombre news. <laughs> I think it probably yeah. is sombre news. I think it probably is. And, and it's, it's funny, I, I genuinely rather not know. <laughs> rather not know. And yeah, I'm, I've, been, I've been chasing this thing down for years, for decades. And actually mm-hmm. I'm at that point where I'm thinking, I'm not sure it's a good result. Yeah, and you, you also got to keep in mind that when we, we've, we've entered this whole new era of discovery with this, and it used to be even, shit, even 15 years ago, if you were talking about this, you were, well, that's the guy who talks about UFOs, and then go back to the 90s, and then look at how long it was a stigma and how long Mm -hmm. that anybody who was interested in UFOs was portrayed as this basement dweller who didn't have a job, who couldn't keep their life together and was just this huge conspiracy nut. And now you have people like, you have U.S. senators talking about it. You have scientists like Mm -hmm. A.B. Loeb, Avi Loeb and Eric Weinstein. And it's like this thing now. It's real. It's here. I don't think. I, I think Tony. I think. I think the turning point is going to be once um, that high definition photograph is plastered on the front page of every single newspaper. And I don't think that's too far away. I've actually got a hundred pounds bet, a two hundred dollar bet with somebody. Uh, I think it's September this year that there will be definitive uh, life. Yeah, honestly, a, fr- a friend of mine has been dismissing this. You know, he he, he thinks that it's um, uh, he thinks it's uh, 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 potential time travelers. He thinks it's mm-hmm. potential time travelers, and and actually, once again, um, or, or you know, I think Russia and, and China are off now in terms of that oh, yeah. kind of thing. I think, yeah, I think that's it. But yeah, it is interesting times, and you know, some of the theories that I've not theories, and this is the bit I don't think anyone's got the full picture. I think right. that you know, no one's got the full picture. I've been researching for forty years. Now, if you imagine focusing on one thing for forty years, you know, that's a, a, a sheer wall of information. And somebody asked me to explain. You know the UFO thing in a minute, and I'm saying, look, I've got 40 years here to try this still <laughs> into yeah. one minute. I can do, but in essence, you know, I'm going to do you a disservice. I'm going to look like a complete nut job because you've not put it into, you're not framed. It's a bit like getting into a hot bath. You get into a hot bath, you jump straight out. It's too hot. And I think yeah. that's the thing with this is that you know I'm looking at this now, and um, I also this is the other th- kind of theory that I've got. I don't think it's one thing. <laughs> I think you might have several things running at once. And any one of them is alien to us. And that's the other thing about it. If you think about, I talked before about, does a flea on a dog realise it's small? If you yeah. say human beings, there's billions of human beings. They've all got different motivations, different focuses, different... So you choose one human being, and that isn't one size fits all. And I think we've gone, oh, aliens, are they good, are they bad? We've got no idea, yeah. right? We've got no idea. But I would go as far as where, where I'm at now is whether or not we have been uh, seeded onto the earth and, and we're, a, we're a farm or a garden or whatever, and, and, mm-hmm. and these, whatever they are, could well be AI, and their job is to tend to the flock, whatever the flock is. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I mean, we could be, like, in a terrarium, and we don't even know. Like, well, Tony, I think what's really interesting is I was having a conversation with somebody, and they was, like, dismissing this, and I said, do you know what speed you're doing now? I said, what do you mean? They said, right now, do you know what speed you're doing? They went, well, I'm not, I'm not moving. They said, you are, you're doing 17,000 miles a second, proven. Mm-hmm. 17,000 miles a second, and you've got no idea that you're doing 17,000 miles. However, you can support that with with science, and the yeah. physics says we're doing 17,000 miles a second. Destination unknown. 
as to where yep. we go and why. So yeah, and that's just the solar system moving through the galaxy. Correct. You also have Earth rotating, spinning, <laughs> and moving around the sun. Correct. So it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just, just, just wild, and that's why you go. You know, I'll give you another example. Going back to that, uh, that, that sort of uh, metaphor as regards a flea. A flea doesn't know it's small. If you mm -hmm. go and show a flea a a helicopter, it would be like, "Oh my god, look at that! That's that spaceship." Yeah. He has no comprehension. Mm -hmm. Same goes for it. So, so, so a flea looking at a, you know, even a, a what you call it, a little rotor this size would be, "Oh my god, that's amazing! It's impossible." And yes. I think that's the thing. I think once you start realizing, I mean, interestingly, looking at the consciousness angle of all this, you know, I've got into into that consciousness, mindfulness in the last nine, nine uh, the last uh, three months. Never got into it before, mm. and actually starting now to sell yourself and actually get yourself centered. Is it is that connected? And it's just like, where does this even begin? We've gone from oh, yeah. a little green man from a planet as we understand to go and guess what? It might be time travelers, it might be interdimensional, they might be living in the in the or, or based in the oceans. Mm -hmm. This is just this sounds absolutely crackers. And I recognize yeah. that. And this is this is why this subject is such a crazy subject to even try grab the tail of for someone who is not into, and that's what that, that is gonna be the problem. Because actually, you do not want uh, the media getting hold of this and having a half run at it because it's going to create absolute global Panic. upheaval. Facts. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if you look at over over the years, the space agencies have slowly been dropping these little nuggets like, oh, we've, we might have found bacteria on Mars. And people are like, oh, that's boring. Who cares if there's bacteria on Mars? Well, that's that's incredibly important. That it means that life, life can exist exists. outside of Earth, whether it's bacteria or not. That means mm -hmm. that organisms can survive outside of our understanding of life, yep. which opens the possibilities for more complex organisms, like a mission to Europa to investigate the put a underwater drone onto Europa, I think would be a, a fascinating mission. And all these little steps that they're taking to kind of push into our lives and the society that there is life out there, but it's this. Now it's this. Now it's this. I th I think the whole thing is, is is a house of cards, and I do believe it's going to come. I don't believe they can hold it back for so long. I just don't. Someone's going to leak at some point. Someone's mm -hmm. going to leak something. I'll tell you one of the, the most compelling bits of footage I saw was the flyby. In the you know, have you seen flyby? Yeah, so it's 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 the the, the disc that's flying alongside a wing, and yeah. it looks it looks well definitively. There has been uh, some um, sound put on it, overlaid in it, and there's seemingly it's almost been filmed through a plastic plate. These kind of things, and and they, they've been on the internet for like eleven years, dormant. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew about them. Eleven years. So somebody's playing a long game on this stuff. Yeah, and I actually think that this is probably your disclosure. Because what's happening is allowing table, uh, you know, dining table discussions, which are then dismissed because it's CGI or it looks, well, why would anyone do that? <coughs> and if you understand the game, you understand exactly why somebody would do that. Because we go back to the hot bath metaphor. You mm. get into a hot bath, it's too hot, you're jumping straight back out. And I think that that's what they're doing. I think they're prepping sensible operators like yourself and me and the rest of the world who are actually on this fringe, who are actually going, guess what? I don't know. You know, if you think about the, the any kind of era in, in in humanity, whether it was the the bronze era, the iron era, the digital era, the the industrial era, uh, era, 
right now we may well be going into the alien era or, or whatever it yep. be, where actually everything changes. And I'm not sure f- if it's for the better. And I, and I mean that sincerely. You know, I think about the technology and one of the, um, if you think about the Cold War, mm-hmm. somebody gets hold of this. Uh, that can can actually just you know zap around forty thousand mile a, a second or whatever it is. Yeah, um, that's over. Any 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 you know you can go and put a nuclear weapon on top of it and it's done. And you need no interceptions and it's all over. And I think that that may well be going on at a, at a level as well to try who can capture these things or get these things. Yeah, well, the thing with that is, I think that the only thing on our side as far as the world not going into mass chaos with one superpower having an unlimited amount of power is this is, it's kind of like if I took a, whatever the new mid-engine Ferrari is the expensive one, right? If I took that and gave it to Daimler back in 1890, when he was building the first Mercedes car and said, build this, You'd have no idea, no idea how to replicate that technology. But the they, would definitely, fiber. They, would, they, they would definitely, they would definitely get some some knowledge from it. And I think that yeah. that's what's going on. I do believe, you know, uh, Bastille Institute, uh, Bastille Institute. I think I've, 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 I've intercepted technology and um, started putting it through the, you know, humanity. And once again, you look at this, and and this is all supported with evidence. And like people go, oh yeah, yeah. And you could follow the this, this, what, what everything I share. I believe mm-hmm. to be as near as, as damn it in terms of it's been sourced, checked, and so forth. And, mm-hmm. and the idea that that we shot down a, a, a plane or it was gifted to us, that's the other, sorry, not plane, a UFO. And you start yeah. thinking about it, and you're right, you can put an F-18 or an F-35 and go and give it Napoleon. Guess what? He's winning any wars with it. He's dragging it along by eight horses. Yeah. So I, I, I get it. And this is but... I think we get to that point now where you can't deny it. And if what Lou's saying, and I rate the guy big time, I think if what Lou's saying, um, you know, which is uh, that the technology is available off the shelf to see these things, mm-hmm. I think it might be that if you go and put it on a night sky, that these things are blipping around there day in, day out, and you can't move for seeing these things. And I think that that is going to be the, the fundamental shift in everyone's yeah. mindset when you go, oh, shit. There's hundreds of these things that just exist in the same way that biology or or whatever bugs exist. Yeah. Within us, we don't see them, but they're always there. And mm-hmm. you have no idea of until a few hundred years ago that actually, you know, you've got things the, running around you and living within you. Who knows? Yeah. I was, I was talking to uh to Steph last night yes, from yeah. UAP Experiencers and the UFO conference that they're having in Utah, they're going to show new footage. And it's supposed to be military footage that is very, very clear from what she was saying on the show last night. Mm. So, and I know it's Memorial Day weekend. So when that happens, I I hope they're able to release it to the public after the conference or during the conference because they're live streaming it. If it has the potential that it's being hyped up as having... It it could be that could be the game changer right there. Well, singles for tearing the sky, the film. You know, if if what the inference is with that um, thing, for those people that don't know, there's a new film coming out called Tearing the Sky. Um, 
and actually what that William Shatner is a presenter, which once again, giving it gravitas and giving it, you know, global reach. Um, mm -hmm. Terran the Sky, the inferences is that they've, they've, they've got all the technology, uh, technological stuff, five independent science teams, and they've captured what looks like a wormhole forming and something coming out of it. That's the inference from the thing, uh, Terran the Sky. This is the point where it's going to, you know, us nutcases, us nut jobs like you and I, are going to mm -hmm. not look as nutter. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? And actually, it's funny because... You know, my worldview has been informed. This is not just, oh, I've seen it, I've, you know, I watched the phenomenon. I can never pronounce that word. You know, I've been doing this for 40 years and yeah. none of it made any sense. None of it made any sense until you start joining the dots up backwards and go, maybe, just maybe, they're a permanent fixture on Earth and their job, and this is another theory that is a hypothesis I'll share, is that what they're doing is they are farming emotions, fear, mm. love, and they're farming it for an unknown reason. And, and once again, you go, well, that just sounds ridiculous. Well, actually, if you used to go to a faux gras uh, factory, you'd see a goose right now being fed pellets so he could mm -hmm. harvest his liver. Now, that doesn't make any sense either in, in isolation. And this is what we don't know. We have no idea. Remember, uh, once again, this is an alien thinking. Alien thinking, right? Not human thinking, alien thinking. And they've got their own resources, their own things going on, their own... You've got no idea. We have no idea whatsoever. But I do believe, unfortunately, that moment is coming to a, a close in terms of us getting to know this. And there's some pretty dark theories out there as well, which actually I don't yeah. want to share on here. But needless yeah. to say, who knows? And I don't think anyone has a full picture. No one. And I think the government may well have a full picture. And actually, it's not a nice full picture. So therefore, they're going, uh, let's not bother. Yeah. And, you know, talking about worldviews, I think uh, once once more people know about this, it really changes that human ego of, <laughs> you know, we are, we're the special thing here. And we're really not. I mean, you can look at the intelligence of even an octopus. Octopi are incredibly intelligent. They have, they're super weird. And then look at like dolphins and, you know, predatory animals. They are extremely intelligent and even... Uh, non-predatory animals that show emotion that show you know regret remorse they they have all these feelings and we're starting to acknowledge it but you throw in hey there's aliens or hey we've been on this earth for like 250,000 years we know that there were big giant lizards running around eating everything 75 million years ago or 65 million years ago but between that We've just kind of made up, you know, a lot of things died, a lot of things didn't. But if you look at places like Chernobyl, how quickly did nature start to reclaim everything? And we're talking, what, 30 years, yeah. 35 years since the Chernobyl? We take, with with, with um, my understanding is it would take a thousand years to have no, uh, if you, if you, you know, if we, all humans vacated uh, New, New York, it would take mm -hmm. a thousand years for there to be no record of it, on, you know, the yeah. dust coming over it. And this is what people don't understand. You know, our recorded history is about 3,000 years, 3,000 years, 3,000, right? Yeah. We have no idea what's gone before that. All we have is what's mm -hmm. in the good book, the Bible, blah, 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 blah. I'm not religious in any way or form. But that's, you know, we have very little in the way of what happened prior to those 3,000 years. Could it have been that actually there was a war many, many years ago between, we don't, nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody has any idea. Nobody has any idea. And this is what I'm saying is that our worldview, you know, my God, right? The reason that's the case is because yeah. they say, hey, guess what? Exist. 
You know, comes yeah. down once a year and he gets a cookie and, and then we go. Now, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think like 98% of our history as a species doesn't exist. It sure. doesn't exist. There's We have no record of it. We have bones. We have really weird archaeological sites that are 6,000, 8,000 years old. And we're like, hold on. We're, we weren't supposed to be building stuff like this 8,000 years ago because we were supposed to be running around in the desert right. with sticks, stabbing each other and being right. extremely tribal. So why are there like Golepe, Gotepe, I'm going to fuck Oh, it's in them. But, yeah. you know, so, the, the, so when you look at this whole thing here, there's no recorded history. We have no idea what's gone before. And this is the thing. It may be that the world has been wiped, literally mm -hmm. wiped clean, and gone again. It's possible yeah. that, that, that that's what happens to the world. That maybe just maybe it's wiped clean, however that is, and it kind of starts again. And there's more pockets again. And maybe just maybe we get to know too much stuff about too much stuff, and it's time to reset again. Well, we we there's kind of a, a precedent in that in history. You have Babylon, you have the Persian Empire, uh, you have the Roman Empire, yeah. the. Uh, Genghis yeah. Khan and his like you have all these empires and to think in the Egyptians to think that it just started once we magically came to this point where we said we want to all live near each other and build this huge empire and we're going to make this person our god king that just was a human thing that just happened like that was a, a behavior oh. that just happened who, who knows? But once again, then you start getting into the fact that potentially we're getting zapped in terms of, uh, of our thought processes and stuff. And once again, this sounds like absolute pie in the sky until, of course, it doesn't sound like pie in the sky. You know, mm -hmm. right now, as a nation, sorry, as, a, as, a, as humanity, some of the stuff that we get up to in order to, 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 to steer uh, opinions and so forth, if we could press a button and magically turn you know people into so they follow the rules, they would do. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and this is the bit that, like I say, I'm not dismissing anything. There's a lot of fringe stuff which sounds wacky, but it only sounds wacky if you don't join the dots up. When you start joining the dots up, it's either is outlandish as, as it sounds, or maybe just maybe it is correct and legit and real. Like I say, all bets are off. I've got no idea, but I know what I saw. And over the yeah. last, you know, over the last 40 years, I've spoke to people about UFOs, and I must have picked up 10. Uh, independent stories over the last 10 years from people that I believe and trust implicitly. Uh, my dad, back in 1978, he was driving in the morning. He said he saw a uh, a black triangle. He said it had uh, it just made no sound whatsoever. He said he got out. He said he could have thrown it. This is a weird thing. He said he got out of his car and he said he could have thrown a potato at it. Right now, just 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 this is what's interesting about this. I could have mm -hmm. thrown a potato at it on Reddit. Couple of years back, somebody said they came across a black triangle. I could have thrown a potato at it. That's what this person on Reddit and my head went boom. Like, I have no idea. What's it like yeah. you say everyone say a stone? You'd say a stone, you wouldn't say a potato, but they get yeah. my dad and the guy on Reddit 30 years apart said potato. I've got no idea. Maybe there's something in that. I've got no idea. Wow. Yeah, and <clears throat> we're talking about experiencers in especially close range experiences because mm -hmm. we're we're learning now that there are potential health risks mm. and people are developing skin cancers or radiation burns and stuff like that just from close proximity especially in the military and, and government contractors 
really makes me wonder when they talk about that, how close are they getting mm. and how are they getting that close? Yeah, well, who knows? Once again, you know, no one has all the answers on this one. And this is a complete speculation. The, the, I remember when I heard about the Havana syndrome on Radio 4 over in, mm-hmm. over in Manchester, sorry, over in England, which is our biggest news channel. I right. remember thinking, that's not right. That's not right. And I don't know if you've ever seen um, the newsreaders that just go, have you seen that? Have you seen that? That's an interesting one. Newsreaders that kind of get zapped. Yeah. They're talking normally, and all of a sudden they, they, they talk in broken biscuits and so forth. Weird. Like, what is going on there? Who knows if this is all connected? And this is the bit, is that go back down to my wife. She doesn't want to know anything about anything. All she wants to be is the flea on the dog. with yeah. the, you know, and, and I get it. Because I, I, because this is, I, I think I said before off, off, off camera, is that, you know, I was tuned into Reddit. I was just cramming, like almost like my job as a professional researcher. Any downtime on researching about UFOs, I had to delete it because it was just compounding everything, trying oh, to yeah. process. It's like having a computer with too many windows open. It was just trying to process too many things that were unprocessable. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of, my, 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 my and the, since, and I said this, since I started getting more mindful um, in the last three months, I've actually taken myself off Reddit on purpose. Yeah. I'm a focus on occasion. I go probably into UFO Twitter twice a day, see if there's any big revelations. But you've got to keep this, and it goes back onto the original thing that I said about Havana. You've got to keep yeah. looking after your brain because whatever's going on there, you're going to need that. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, a lot of people don't want to think about this subject because the implications of the, sh- the subject by itself. And I think a lot about the societal impacts because you see, even on UFO Twitter, and Twitter in general, but you see people who become very attached to one aspect of it. Like they'll, uh, the people who are hardcore Lou Elizondo fans. And then you have the people who are like hardcore Stephen Greer fans and they'll, they've, they've created this clicky little thing. Team Lou, team Lou, by the way, team Lou. Yes. I'm not a big fan of Greer, but the, the vitriol that people are able to spit at each other over it. And I'm kind of just like, Hey guys, we're just talking about UFOs. Nobody has the absolute correct answer. But if, if you take it on like a global scale, I'm worried that you'll start seeing like UFO cults and things like that. And I honestly believe if aliens came out right now, landed in full public view and said, we're here and we're going to integrate ourselves into, into your society. We're going to share technology, blah, blah, blah. You would actually start to see anti-alien terrorism because you would have these fanatics whose worldviews would have been completely shattered and they would just try to get rid of it. But, but once again, you know, if they they could be coming down and feigning that that's the case, so so you you kind of don't know. Unless, and this is the thing with it, right? Anyone tips up to us and arrives, we've got no idea what message they deliver. They can mm. deliver with, with, and this is so so nobody knows. And this is the bit: is it doesn't end well. Whether they come with whether they come with a benign positive intent or they say they come with a benign positive intent, it doesn't end well. You know, this right. is the thing. You know, and that's the you know you look at the the, the whole slingshots of, of people from UFO Twitter tearing the ass out of each other. I I used to like what I call a bar fight, you know, yeah. that physical one, but everyone loves a bar fight. It's great fun as long as you're not involved in it, watching a bar fight. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a free cabaret. 
free entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what people, and especially social media, social media inflames. And I don't get involved in them. God, you got me 10 years ago. I was the king of Twitter. I love doing that. I love getting involved in fights. It'd be great fun. But but actually, I look at it once again, is that actually your mental health is so important. And I think after the last yeah. couple of years that everyone's cop for, whether it's COVID, whether it was all the other things that are associated in the last couple of years, like mm -hmm. seriously, you cannot afford to be spending your time and energy fighting a battle that you can't win. No yeah. one in the history of social media has ever gone, well, fuck me. He was absolutely correct. I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> never, no it's one. never happened. Never you happened. Can put, you can put all the all the data in front of somebody and they'll just go, my opinion means more than whatever the fuck That's you're right. saying. You know, I, I, I rate Mick West. I always thought that guy is, is a sensible operator. Less so now with Mick. I think he, I think he's... I, I, what do you think? I think Mick... He's almost. I think he's enjoying the sport, really. I think, and yeah. I can't take that away from him because I, I get it. He's kind of like, yeah, you know what? I'm coming up from a, a, a point of view where nobody can actually argue with. Um, I mean, I do think he's way off on this. I do think he's way off, on, and, and I think there's a bigger picture. If <clears throat> alien UFOs, time travelers, whatever, I acknowledge to be legit, I, I don't think we're going to be going. Ha! See, Mick West, that's not going to be our biggest issue then, because right. like I say, your worldview absolutely changes. What do you mm -hmm. say to your children? Yeah. yeah. What? How? Is it, like, this is what I'm saying. It's like I have been clambering for disclosure, and I look at it and I think, "Fuck disclosure." I, you yeah. know, obviously, as as much as I really want to be seeing that 23 minute Senate video, I just know that I'm going to go. Well, this is or everything that you thought you knew is changed and done, and I don't yeah. think that anyone is 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 really prepared for what that's. You know, let's just work on the hypothesis that. Uh, time travelers or, or, or whatever, or UFOs there, and, and and that scenario that you say, how does your life change? And anyone that says their life doesn't change has, doesn't have a, a proper handle on the reality of this. From a militarial perspective, we're in mm -hmm. trouble because whoever yeah. controls them controls the world. And that's another theory, the hypothesis, that actually they're in cahoots with to, to try and get somebody to control. Yeah. <clears throat> now there's you're absolutely right. The, whoever makes official first contact and is like the world representative with whatever this is, and there's dialogue back and forth, they instantly become the most powerful nation in the world. I'm not sure. But once again, we're thinking from a human perspective. Yeah. We're thinking from a human perspective that actually they're going to send their delegate down and so forth. But maybe <clears throat> this is the thing. Maybe, just maybe, there's more than one situation. There's two, three, four, five, ten. Maybe, you know, the 37 or whatever the figure that people say it is. Because there's some stuff out there that you, like, you know, this this stuff that happened at Skinwalker Ranch with a werewolf and all that. You think, what a load oh, of yeah. shit. You think, what a load of shit. Until, of course, you go hang about. So that's a load of shit. But spaceships doing, you know, 40,000 feet to thingy within one second. That's not that. So, yeah. I don't, and, and Tom DeLong says that, you know, there's some... <laughs> So this seems seeped in mythology, and he says because it is, and you're like, what is going on? And maybe mm. we dismissed, you know, we dismissed the whole the, the Greeks there, and, and and maybe that was their interpretation of what they were seeing or what they was hearing. In the same way that that UFO on UFO Twitter, the the shell thing, where at a glance it looks like there's someone in this shell thing that is morphing, mm. and like I say, then you somebody else said, hey, look at this other footage of something completely different and a different angle. You go, whoa, that looks like a witch on a broomstick. Yeah. You go back 400 years, oh, look, it's a UFO. It was a witch on a broomstick. That's what they yeah. would have thought and how they would have interpreted it. So I don't, you know, oh, dragons, there'd be dragons out there. 
Yeah, uh, dragons or an angel or a demon or right. any number of things. But, and I'm, know, I'm glad you brought up Skinwalker Ranch and the hmm. phenomenon there, because it is such a such a weird and isolated place that these things keep happening at. Uh, did you see the Eye Alive uh, incident? Go on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a reporter they, there. They not they not filmed it. They just did a, a thing. didn't they? They did a, a CGI. No, no, no. So this this actually this reporter was there. Uh, Brandon brought her over there, and they were doing a a tour. And the control room kept giving an alarm, saying that there was somebody in the control room. Mm-hmm. So uh, the security guard is looking at the camera, and there's nothing there but it keeps giving a motion yeah. alarm inside of it. And he basically just tells it, look, what do you want through the audio in the control room? And one of the screens, the pixels just kind of like fall down on one of the computer screens and the words I alive show up on the computer screen. And is that, is that so I'm not seeing that. And this is once again, I'll tell you, this is a bit where it gets a little bit, <laughs> You think about your intelligence and my intelligence, right? some point, my cognitive function is going to start going on the slide. There's a bell curve. I'm 49 now. It's probably about (laughs) started now. So that whole process is I'm never going to be Yoda. I'm never going to be 800 years of wisdom, cognitive. I'm going to die. You think about AI, AI Mm -hmm. on computers. If if an AI can seemingly be as intelligent as me and it can double and it can learn faster, so all it can do is go and read the internet. It can... I think we're in danger zone. I think this is the bit about technology. I don't think, as much as we like doing this right now, I'm not sure that this is progress. I'm not sure that linking the world up as we have done and, and, and AI is progress. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know. But, you know, you start looking at this thing, and I think what I did, I think as many of us did, there's ghosts, there's UFOs. <laughs> and I think that the whole thing has probably been merged somewhere along the way now. You know, my mum, she's 77. She said to me that she saw a ghost when she was in the 30s. It walked through a wall and she fainted. Black shadow yeah. came through a wall. You know, so is my mum like, you know, she imagined it. Well, quite possibly. And when, what about a friend of mine who actually they had a UFO, like a spider that was above their car. They got out and they watched it for four minutes. This was back in 1996. And it flew and it stopped and it winked and disappeared and come back. They watched it at nighttime over in Cheddar in Somerset. Two of my friends oh. that, that, that watched it for eight minutes. Yeah. And, they, and they said, look, you know, this was scary. It followed us. And, and so, so are these guys imagine it? I can give you somebody who went over the Alps that was coming back over the Alps. And then over the sunroof, they said they seen this, this big triangle that had a, a, a dome underneath it flew right over. And the people behind it, everyone seen it in the car. It went coasted over it. So these are people I've met all, over the years, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's also someone that I know who is a, um, a British RAF pilot, RAF pilot. They'd never seen anything. However, one of them, the, I'm not giving the name, but one of the, the, the admirals, the top person, told them, yeah, definitively, back in 1977, 79, we pursued a black triangle over the, the, the Atlantic Ocean. In so, so these are stories that I picked up from people. Everything that I'm sharing with you right now, I yeah. consider being sensible. What was interesting is on Instagram, if you go on to Somerset UFO, hashtag Somerset UFO, I went over the um, the place where I saw my UFO the next day. I took a photograph from a car and I drawn a picture so I wouldn't forget it. So what you see is a, is a drawing at Somerset UFO. But I put it on Twitter at the time. And there's a lady that I know. She's now 63. She was a 57, I think, at the t- 53 at the time, something like that. She, um, she goes, oh, my gosh, someone I trust. Me and my husband have just been coming past the football at Yeovil 
And this thing went over us for about eight seconds. She said it was a black um, rectangle that couldn't have fit in the space that it was in. That's what mm. she said. Now, you know, is she, this is just, and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, that's two people. And I just wonder how many people see them and go, well, I've gone out my house over the last three months, um, probably twice. And I come out at night uh, to let a dog out. And I've seen uh, a white dot that just disappears. Straight away, as soon as you go, done, disappears. Yeah, I've, I've seen that too out in the out in the country, just, looking up at oh, the stars, and you see it just kind of. Yes, yeah, that's it. And and and, and whatever it was, uh, pretty uh, after Christmas, I saw something just go along and it just disappeared. Now I don't know. I've got no mm -hmm. idea, right? I mean, there might be some logical explanation for it, but there might also not be. So I don't know. And like I say, I think I think if you're uh, tuned into it because you keep looking because that's the world yeah. that we're in. You know, my wife wouldn't look up the stars, that stargaze, like I do. But it's um, yeah, it's it's, it's a strange old time. Like I say, and if you look at um, you know, if you look at for the sake of this conversation, a, a chicken, chicken yeah. doesn't know what the world is outside of what is presented. It has no idea. It's just chicken being a chicken. And yeah, and it doesn't that, care. No. It doesn't, and I think that that's what I think. I think the problem is, is like I say, is we are getting to that point right now where, as a generation, you know, a forty-nine-year-old man, to be at this cusp of this thing probably being revealed in my lifetime, that's, mm -hmm. that's massive. You know, that is, I mean, of, of of the you know x amount of any time to be born, it's a strange, strange time. And like I say, I do hope, I do hope that there's a positive outcome as a result of this. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't. It, it doesn't bode well. I don't. I, I. I just think there's so many factors that, as you said, you know, the 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 anti-alien, uh, you know, thing, uh, racism, um, war in terms of 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 control of these things and control of whatever their motivations and momentum are. Or and once again, we're thinking like humans. Maybe just maybe they don't want to talk to us because they don't want yeah. they've got nothing they can get from us that they're not already getting. Mm. And, I, it, you know, I always like the question, why would they be coming here? Why would they visit us? And I go, well, easy. Earth has something in our solar system that no other planet does. Water. Us, water. We. Not only that, since the Olympics in, uh, in Germany back during Hitler, that was the first broadcasted like radio wave broadcast. We've been shooting radio waves at the speed of light <clears throat> into space for the last, Ugh. what, 80 Ugh. years, don't, 90 years. No, I get it. I know. And they say, I know, I know. And this is the, this is the crazy thing about it. And then if you start listening and, 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 and it wasn't Truman, was it? Who was the, the thing? Who was the president? The, the, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, you know, he wept, he wept for, for days when he, when he heard the, the reality of this thing. I don't know. You know, once again, these, these, these rumours, they might just be that. They might just be wonderful little tales. But mm -hmm. like I say, you start picking all this stuff together and the whole thing is pretty intense. That You you know, there's got to be a breakthrough from an FO, a Freedom of Information Act or, or some footage. And I think once one goes, the lot goes. And if you think someone like Lou or Tom DeLonge, if they broke... Mm -hmm with what they know. And I think they've, they've done pretty sensibly in all fairness to avoid getting lifted from the service yeah. perspective. But um, I, I think it's all over. And it only takes one of those people to be critically ill and they go, you know what, Bosch? So, or, or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? But I think, I think, 
it's coming, I, and I really do. I, I think, and I don't know what that means, but I, I don't believe that we can hide uh, like yeah. we are doing and then restrict ourselves any longer. Well, in the the recent FOIA release of the class, the redacted classified version of the UAP task force report, shapes are completely redacted, like common shapes and uncommon shapes. <laughs> I saw that and I was just like, seriously, shapes. That's what's redacted. So that just tells you that if they're redacting shapes and you can easily just go online and go, what does this stealth drone look like? And no, you'll no, get it, pictures of it. Yeah, but but once again, it might validate what they're trying to say doesn't exist. So so yeah. if, they, if their shape looks like, for the sake of this conversation, a witch on a broomstick, then that vindicates the witches on the broomstick have been for years. So I think this is this is what's you think about this, this is this is crowdsourcing information effectively because mm. everyone's got a little bit. And actually, when we start bringing them together, and I was looking at whether I was going to get into uh, doing podcasts myself from a UFO perspective because I've got a real interest in this. But yeah. you look at when people start like yourself and maybe start bringing pieces together and you go, actually, it's a bit like uh, Jigsaw. You know, mm -hmm. you've got pieces and then you go two pieces stick together, then a third piece, then it's a whole lot easier to then start. And I think that's what someone like John Greenwald is doing beautifully in clumping yeah. them together. And the whole picture, I say this as a motivational speaker, concentrate on the small picture and the big picture of painting itself. And I think that that's what we're doing right now. I think we've got little clusters that are grouping together and eventually they will link up, the dots will be joining and go, fuck, that now makes sense. It yeah. makes more sense than ever before. Yeah, all we have to do is find that those threads that connect everything together and then we yeah. can just create that big picture like you say and you it'll know, just if you if you was if you was the military and this is the thing do you want to be the first american president to go on tv and say guess what people we know aliens are, are real and we're being visited by aliens or time travelers there's nothing we can do about it we can't defend our airspace well that's yeah. fucking great thank you mr president you know no one's going to be thanking them are they so so mm. And bear in mind, the term is four years, eight years. Yeah. So actually, it's not fucking next. Pass it, kick it down the can, get the can down the road, let somebody else yeah. deal with the problem. And I think that that's what's going on. And what's going to happen is there is going to be definitive proof, whether it's video audio, sorry, video or, or, or a, yeah, photographs, definitive with silence yeah. and backed up. And I think we're getting to that point now because I'll tell you something equally, if something like tearing the sky is, is legit, and what that's coming in May the 5th, I think it is, if that seems to be legit and it shows an anomaly which isn't human-esque, I think now that and all of a sudden that's another one of those big chunks of pieces getting put on the on, on the, on oh, the jigsaw. Yeah. In fact, that's the term that we can use, the UFO jigsaw, which allows yeah. us, in fact, maybe that's what we do. We start looking at what pieces are missing and actually how we can link them up. Because I tell you, by knowing what's missing, You'll be able mm -hmm. to find it. You'll be a better place to find it. But I think that that may well start that. And, and what you said uh, with the lady, Steph, uh, you know, when these things start going, they start clumping. And there's at some point where the USG are going to have to go, oh, actually, if we don't get this out, the narrative is going to be controlled by somebody else. It's yeah. time to go. And I, I, they will have, you know, having worked in, in, in PR, they will have a plan ready to go. If oh, this yeah. happens, we're ready to go. There will be a plan that will be dusted off, ready to go, that this is our communication strategy right now. And I think that, you know, to do nothing is the right strategy. The way that they're handling it is absolutely the right strategy. As frustrating as it's been for many, many years for me, I actually got to say they're playing it right. Yeah. And, you know, because th that brings up such a interesting thing that I think about a lot is if the president were to say there's aliens and blah, blah, blah. What happens 
with like world markets, what they're really interested about. Okay, what does the stock market do? What do do people go? Okay, so I have fifteen thousand dollars in credit card debt that I've been paying off. Why? What? It, none of this is real. If there's this whole control system that we accept and that we let happen, completely falls apart you when. Know- so now, we're thinking on a galactic scale or, or an intergalactic so, scale. So what's interesting is in my time, I've made uh, money, I've made some good money in my time. And over the last few months, I've realized what's important and it isn't making money. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I would sooner have more money than less, be under yeah. no illusions there. Yeah. But we've been sold a pup that actually what you need to do is you need to accrue more stuff, more things, bigger homes. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. For what? For yeah. what? If you are content and happy with who you are and what you've got, then actually yeah. you don't need to. And then we've ended up getting on this hamster wheel and we're not really sure why, because society mm-hmm. tells us we need to. Don't get me wrong, I love stuff. I have lots of stuff. It's nice. However, I also bought a sports car. Three months later, it just turned into a car. One morning I woke up and my sports car was just a car. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And actually, at which point I realized I'm done with this game. I'm done mm-hmm. with that game. And I'm a whole lot more ethereal the way that I think now in terms of uh, what's important. And I still run a business and I've still got business interest, of course. But it's not the priority that it once was. It's not the number one priority in my life. Right. Forever. You know, when I was when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s and probably through my mid-20s, late 20s, yeah. I was always like, I got to have the best i gotta you know i bought the new mustang i bought you know the stuff for it made it loud did all this and then one day like you said i was just like that car's uncomfortable it's loud hurts my back it's really annoying why do i why do i have this why do i why go spend seven hundred dollars on the new game system so that you can sit there and waste time or why go spend twelve thousand dollars on a watch or five hundred dollars on shoes they're shoes it's a watch all watches no, tell time i have no watches no jewelry whatsoever and this is the thing so it's like this you look at this thing and i think ultimately what it's about is about enjoying your life and i see mm-hmm. a lot of people that are discontent with their life and actually they believe that when they get a 14 inch television life's going to be good then they get a 60 that that's uh, 80 yeah and actually you end up with this constant chase Chase, 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 believing that I'm 49. Don't get me wrong. When I was 27, 29, boom, that's how I rolled. However, mm-hmm. as I started getting more and more conscious about the world and about the worldview, is I've taken myself off the, 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 the kind of media hypnosis. I'll tell you another interesting thing that I've done. I've taken myself off the news since uh, Christmas Eve. I've not watched the news in 91 days or 104 days. I've not watched it. Wow. And I'll tell you something. My life's okay. I'm uninformed, but I'm mm-hmm. happy. I'd rather yeah. be uninformed and happy than informed and miserable. You know, there's things going on around the world uh, that have no impact on, that there's nothing I can do that I've not already done. And right. that's what I would suggest that maybe, just maybe I go back down to it, which is the mental health is so important right now. And, you know, th- let's be quite clear with UFO Twitter, that whole thing is a tinder pot waiting to go off. And when oh, you're yeah. already under pressure with your own life, just watch it. That's what I'd say. Just watch yourself, guys, and, and you know, and girls. I'm being dead honest here. From someone who's been down the rabbit warren, with this thing where I actually burnt myself out just trying to think. I've been I've been into Reddit uh probably the last three years. I've come out of it for twice, twice, because <laughs> I realized that it's getting on top. 
You know, mm-hmm. you're, just like, you're just cramming whatever space you've got left in your brain with stuff that is unprocessable. Yeah. And you've got to watch that. Yeah, and that's that's the big the biggest thing with social media is you actually get addicted to it and you get addicted to the likes and the shares and the the comments. Like you'll see a like, a retweet, and you're like, Oh right, yeah, that was a good post. That got fifty likes or that got a thousand likes. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I gotta do that again. And it's just it releases that dopamine, that little tiny little bit, and okay. then people just chase it and chase it and chase it. Well, chase you know, it. once again, this is the other thing as well, is that I've kind of got myself out of a game of that game because it, it, there's never enough likes. You know, you go and get a hundred likes, and then somebody will say, Oh, I want a thousand, they get a thousand, I want ten thousand, hundred. It never ends. It's a game yeah. that can never end. And you spend all this life, and on my dying breath, you reckon I'm gonna go. Thank goodness that I spent all that time on UFO Twitter arguing with somebody that doesn't give a yeah. shit about my opinion. And can answer is no. And I just think that we've got to be more mindful that this is our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, this whatever we decide to do with it is our lives. You know, I'm a motivational speaker. I'd be, I'd be failing you guys if I didn't share it, but it is down <laughs> to our lives. And mm-hmm. I just think that make certain that what you're spending your time on is if it was the last week of your life, you'd still do it. If it was yeah. the last week of your life, would you still do it? If the answer is yes, then crack on. If the answer is no, Go and do the thing that you would. Yep, absolutely, absolutely spot on. That's why, you know, we're we're building our own, but we're getting ready to build our own raised garden beds so we can grow our own vegetables, beautiful my peppers wife's doing the and same. stuff like that. And my wife, my wife's, doing, my wife's doing the same. She just ordered the stuff for the same. And isn't that wonderful that somewhere along the way that both you and I, you over in Kansas, me over in in, in the UK, have come come to that conclusion where guess what? We're doing that now. Is that because we're prepping? No, it's not. It's because somewhere along the way, maybe just maybe there's a simpler way to live that yeah. we've kind of gone too far, that we've become part of the machine. You just said then about likes and so forth. You become part of the AI. You know, yeah. I am alive or whatever. We've become part of it. That we are we are now the, the dumb drones creating... Come on. You know, yeah. honestly, I just think that, you know, as human beings, I think we've kind of lost our own way. You've only got to look at what's going on in the world in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, we've lost our way somewhere along the way, whether COVID was man-made or it was whatever, we've lost our way. And maybe this is a maybe an opportunity for us to reboot and do things differently. And that's where yeah. I'm at as an individual. I've kind of got to a point in my life where I'm going, you know what? It's time to do things differently. And look at this whole, uh, that thing that I said, does a flea realise it's small? Of course yeah. it doesn't. Same goes for an amoeba, what are they call. Does that realise it's small? Or a starfish or a crab or a dog or... So I can't help but think that somewhere along the way we're tiny. And yeah. our our version of what we think we are is, is based I'm six foot. I'm a really on what scale? On a human yeah. scale. We yeah, because next to an elephant, you know, a person is just that little thing you can bat you, away. You, if you, it you wants think to. about, you know, you go back to World War II, you mentioned before. If I wanted to find out about World War II as an eight-year-old uh, boy, I'd have to go and speak to granddad and he'd tell me and he'd give me the Encyclopedia Britannica and there's two pages on World War II. Nowadays, I type World War II and I can read and see everything and understand everything about it. Mm-hmm. Once again, I had to switch off Reddit the other day or whatever it was, you know, months ago because it was too much. But you yeah. imagine that it was never too much and you could learn, AI could just learn. <sighs> Strange times. And this is what the strange times we're in right now. It is. And I think that's part of the problem is how readily available information is and how connected the world is. I remember maybe 10 years ago, people were were talking about 
it was yeah around around six years ago seven years ago when i was doing my uh my degree and my business class the professor was talking about to get ready for the global economy you got to be ready the global economy is coming and i raise my hand and i go well it's already here we're we're already living in a global society in a global economy you have the internet you have you know you can call somebody in india right now and have a conversation with them yeah. and talk to them about what's going on like in the weather out there so if they say yeah the weather's doing this well now I know that the rice isn't going to grow the way that it's supposed to be and rice crops are the yields going to be lower. Yep. So I'm going to put a call on rice or a put on rice. And anybody can do that. Anybody can look at all this information and make educated guesses on what they want to do. But to pretend like we don't or have not lived in this global society, just inundated with information and technology and screens and everything is to just ignore I'm, the world that we live I'm, in. I'm getting to that point now where actually I'm kind of, I don't want to live in a global economy. I want to live in a, a, a smaller one. And this is where I'm at. You know, if you think about a piece of butter being spread over five pieces of bread, it can only go so far. I'd rather put my focus on micro, on my home, mm -hmm. my focus and my energy on my home, on my life, not projecting it globally. And this is the thing I think with, I think we've all got uh, into this mindset that bigger is better. Yeah. I actually think it's time to start coming back down. So we're spending a lot of time looking up there. What about looking at what we've got in front of us right now, our families, mm. our friends? And we don't do that. And I think that I'm looking at it, and being really honest here, is I think that when I was looking from a UFO perspective and I went really cramming during lockdown, I was trying to find a way through. I was trying to not think about what was going on. I was trying to – and actually, I think there's a lot of that going on. I think a lot of people spend a lot of time up there and they need to spend a lot of time in here, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. It's uh, I find that the people who seem to be the most happiest in life are the people who aren't all over the place. Like that, I've found that a lot of a lot of farmers and people who do stuff like that, they're happy just simple, farming, simple growing crops, simple simple life, simple stuff, and they're not worried about you know what's going on in the ukraine they're not worried about right. afghanistan or china yeah. or russia you know you know the thing is tony it, does, it doesn't mean we don't care it right. means there's nothing you can do about it because if there was we'd have done it and i think that this is the bit that we need to recognize is that you know when you look at this whole uh ufo stuff is and i think that's i genuinely think we might be onto something with that ufo jigsaw by the way i genuinely yeah. think that principle about actually finding out what we've got what we've got what we're missing i think would be really good for researchers to have a and this is what what the power of we'll go back onto this technology why i believe that we're on the cusp of it breaking through now is because for the first time ever people like you and i can communicate and we can yeah. share ideas and i can say to you that in 2013 i saw a black triangle and and you can say well i you know a friend of mine saw one and it's like okay so if mm -hmm. it's happening over in Somerset in England and it's happening over in Kansas and it's happening over, then maybe that's fair to say that it, maybe it's happening everywhere and yeah. we just don't see them. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And it's, it's great that we can, we can have this conversation. And at the same time, it's scary that we can have a live conversation and you're in the UK and I'm in Kansas and okay. there's like no lag. It's real time. Amazing, and you know, once again, you know, I'm I'm not I'm I'm a, a business leader in the UK. I'm mm -hmm. not a I'm not a hashtag UFO Twitter um, you know person. I am, but you know what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, and that, that that I think that this is 
this is, is is probably a good example of what's happening when you've got sensible people like me mm-hmm. who's not a radical UFO nut, but actually, you know, can see it from a science perspective. And I've got to recommend, I've got to say, there's a couple of things here. Ross Coulthard, uh, Need to Know podcast. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and Bruce Abel, that is just so informed and actually no... Uh, no jazz hands, no over the topness of it. That is, if anyone's interested in this whole getting into this game, do check out that. And also, I would urge you, if you're more uh, advanced and you're thinking the theories are everything, oh my lord, yeah. I mean, that will blow your mind. What, what Kurt does there, but just a good, these are baselines that I, I, my go tos. So, like I say, I've, 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 I've and it saddens me taking myself off Reddit. It saddens mm-hmm. me, my favorite website in the world. And yet, somewhere along the way, I can't be trusted to sit there and, and, and say, hey, you're going to do 10 minutes. I just can't. So by yeah. doing so, and there's a good example for us as human beings there, is things that you can't um, uh, that you can't be in control of, cut out of your life. Do not yep. get involved in them. Yep, that's absolutely. Well, we've, we've hit that hour mark. I know my viewers yeah. know I'd like to keep this to about an hour without going too long. This is my third episode this oh, weekend. Yeah. So every single day this weekend, but Hey, Brad, thank you so much for coming on. This is so fun. If you have um, some last, some last words, some motivational words to get people hyped up for the week. It is Monday here in the U S and it's in the morning. So what can you you tell us? It all starts with you. It all starts with believing that you can do it. You know, the first person you've got to convince of your brilliance is you. Boys and girls, you know what? I'm I Brad Burton, the four time, uh, you know, the four years on benefits. The guy who got shot at when I was 21, delivered pizza at 31, got no qualifications. Or am I Brad Burton, the four time best selling author, the UK's number one motivational business speaker, the founder of Network Central? You know what? Two sides of the same coin and singles for you. There's a good version of you and there's a not so good version of you. Do yourself a favor, make sure there's more good version of you going forward. Cheers, people. And thank you so much for doing my first ever UFO interview. So I appreciate that. So I'm yeah. make history today. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for coming on. Come on. All right, everybody. That closes up episode 13 of the Bottled Water Podcast. We will see you next this this weekend. It's Monday. We will see you this weekend with some more podcasting podcast stuff. So I'm going to try to close this out without looking weird this time. I've Three times this week. See if I can get it right.